So the question is, do you want to be the boy? Or you want to be the girl in this little kink fuck fest? I always want to be the girl. You know that. Okay, cool. Fuck. I have the vodka dick again. Bullshit. You haven't had any vodka. You just have a pickle problem. No. My pickle had too much vodka. Maybe a bloski to get it going? Useless. No, it would help. It's very nice. Very good. Everybody make fun of Andre. Andre will kill everybody. Fucking everybody. Unless there's a pill that make my pickle stiff, duh. My Russian accent is terrible. It almost sounded like not Russian, but like you have a learning disability. <laughs> you know? All right, so limp dicks lead to mass killing. Proven study. Zach, what are your thoughts? I wouldn't know anything about that. I have no problems. None. Okay. Me. All right, then. Well, that's Zach. Though he's probably Irish Kirkpatrick. <laughs> and I'm Ryan Lefevre. Welcome to Requiem for Murder. Today we're talking about the limp dick Andre Chikatila, a.k.a. the Red Ripper, the Rostov River, the Butcher of Rostov. On a brisk fall morning, or afternoon, or evening, or middle of the night, or possibly a time freeze caused by the grips of hell deep in the village of Lablushne, a young Ukrainian man was born. Andre Chikatila, born 16 October 1936. 16, 1936. Yeah, we're gonna hit this again. Ones cancel each other out. Simple fucking math, Zach. Left is six, nine, three, six. Nine minus three is six. What does that leave us now? A really poor math problem. That's right, or six, six, six. Now, I'm not saying it was Satan, but it was Satan. How else would these pyramids get here? Speechless. So Andre's parents were farmers, lived in a one-room hut, USR times, communist fucking Russia, which is essentially a utopia. Famine was sweeping across the country. The Chikatilas weren't paid for their labor, really, but were given a plot of land behind the hut for their own use, which they couldn't do with anyways. And they had nothing to fucking farm. They had no seeds. No, no turnips? No potatoes. No potatoes. This is, no. Mm -mm. The black no. potatoes. The purple potatoes. The red potatoes. <laughs> they definitely had red potatoes, but That's not good. for themselves. Because oh. everything they grew anyways had to go back to the state. Right. You know, was it Stalin at the time? Uh, 1936, yeah. Yeah, so they, they didn't have any food. As uh, they shouldn't. Right. As good communists. I believe during this time, uh, two million... Fucking people died during this time from yeah, hunger. I thought it was more like five million. Yeah, I mean, uh, Hitler had nothing on him. War. I'm just gonna say Hitler was a good guy compared to Stalin. <laughs> right? Whoa. No. Okay. All right. I mean, compared to Stalin. But it's hard. They should have been golfing bad. buddies. I think they were until about 1941. Right. That's about the time. And that's when they started fighting. Or fucking. Or or both. Fight and fuck, that's what I always say. But, you know, it sounds like third grade all over again. So the Chikatilos weren't paid for their labor, really. But we were given a plot of land. Had, you couldn't do nothing with it. Food was scarce, so scarce. It was common for the people to eat leaves and grass. And we're not talking about fucking spinach here. We're talking about just some fucking leaves out of your trees, man. And the shit grass on your fucking yard. If they even had a yard. 
to Russia. I don't think they were allowed to have yards. Mm. All yards belong to the state. <laughs> so Andre didn't even get a slice of nice hard loaf of bread between his lips between the age of 12. Now we have a regular bedtime story in the Chikatilo hut. It was a story told by Andre's mom. This is how we think the story goes. It's called Stevo. Yum, yum, yum. Stevo, Stevo. Yum, yum, yum. Stevo, Stevo. Loves to eat. Leaves on grass and special treat. Sausage, porridge, and compote too. How does breakfast smell to you? <laughs> how does it smell? Uh, I'm oh, going to start fuck. over. <laughs> it smells like shit leaves, man. <laughs> Stevel, Stevel, yum, yum, yum. Stevel, Stevel loves to eat. Leaves on grass and special treat. Sausage, porridge, compote. How does breakfast smell to you? Hard to say with food no more. Stevel, Stevel, juice is red. Shopping at the Stevo store. Ribs and Pechnia. So much more. Fingers make a special treat. Fun to peel and fun to eat. Stevo makes a great homemade kombasa. Goes great with a fresh baked pasta. Dinner's over time for bed. Bedtime story, Stevo's dead. All this Stevo was yum yum yum. And making him was even more fun. Again, mommy, again. Shut up, you little fuck. Eat your grass. <laughs> so it's rumored Andre had a brother, and I've been reading this shit like crazy. More than I should. A little bit. I'm watching videos, reading, and I'm pretty right. much just reading and seeing the same shit over and over and over again. It's kind of fucking with me a little bit. But so he supposedly had a brother named Stephen or Stefan or how would you say that in Ukrainian? Comrade. Right. And his mother would tell Andre that the neighbors, because there's no fucking food, snatched little fucking Stefan up. And was like, come here, little fuck. I'm going to eat your dick and your butt cheeks. And so every night regularly, during the day, whenever, whenever fucking Andre was being a little bitch about, Mommy, I'm hungry. She would tell him the story. And it fucked with them every think, day. Do you think that was just her version of like, you know, uh, the anti Santa Claus? What's his name? Krampus. Krampus. Yeah. That, like, be good or the neighbors will eat you. Yes, that or I'm doing air quotes here. All right. It was actually her that fucking ate him. I would have. I mean, I mean, she was. She was pregnant. Right. Maybe. This, I mean, it was older brother. Who knows? He was disappointed. With Andre, mm. she was feeding too. She was like, sorry, Steven. Gotta go. Stefan. You had. I'm fucking eating your, your ass. chance. In fact. Six it, beautiful years and you have accomplished nothing. Yeah. And she's make like, room for the next child. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I got to feed your little brother. Do something for the family. Let me eat that dick. <laughs> Jesus. How old was he? You ever see that? How old the brother was, possibly? How old was he? Yeah. I want to say he was four at the time. But they... When they ate I couldn't find... Yeah. Holy shit. 
but I can't find anything where how much older he was than Andre, you know? Mm. Yeah. Well, they weren't really prized for their record keeping. Right. Index cards. So Andre's father was said to be a reasonable man while his mother was strict and mean. She was a real bitch. So although his mother was mean, she cared, saying, and I quote, Don't get out your yard. Stephen was eating and they'll eat you too. This is what uh, Andre would say that his mother said to him. Oh, pretty caring. Yeah. She didn't want him getting eaten. Stephen, on the other hand, didn't give a fuck about get eaten, play in the yard, bitch. He had it coming. Did you see how he was dressed? Just like a baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting hungry. So Andre went to his bed often. He had hydrocephalus, which is water on the brain. Terrible nearsightedness, big fucking glasses, nerd. Was timid and my favorite, because it's not me, couldn't get his fucking dick hard. Oh. Hey, and you know, studies show limp dicks lead to mass killings. They do. They do. I don't and know where I heard that. I'm pretty sure it was the CIA that led a task force to d- discover Viagra to stop eat, you know, limp dicks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's neither confirmed or denied, and I'm making this up, but it's definitely it's got factual. I mean, you wake up in the morning, right? Hard on. How do you explain that unless they're distributing Viagra in your water supply or through 4G, 5G waves? At this point, 5G is old news. They just don't want you to know about 6G. Yeah, it's true. So stupid. (laughs) But I love it. So Andre's father went off to fight in World War II against the Nazis and was captured. Meanwhile, more was, war was on the home front, too. And a Nazi entered the hut because they live in a one-hut fucking house. They all shared the bed, which is one of the reasons why his mom fucking berated him for waiting the, wet in the bed. Because they'd all wake up in the morning and they'd all in a pool of piss. That would piss you off, too. I'm sorry, but I'd probably beat Andre. I'm surprised she didn't eat him. She should have. But he was a little scrawny at this time. Anyway, so Nazis in the hut. Q and rape scene. Oh, yeah. It's cute. It's. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Once, once gets over here. Yeah, you, your son's going to watch what's like, fuck you. She's not going to like this, but I'm going to fuck she's hard, yeah. Hell, hell, uh. <laughs> this is what he's saying is not what I'm saying. Right. Nazis are terrible. Right. Hitler fucking sucks. Right. I love Jews and their diamonds. Always. That's <laughs> you, Fuck. So, this is going on. Led to rape. Led to a Ukrainian Nazi half-breed. Because his father was in fighting off the war. Right. You know? So, this sister that was birthed was birthed from Nazi rape fucking. Mm. When his father returned from war, the town thought he was a fucking coward and traitor. Why? He got captured. He got fucking captured like a little fucking punk bitch. That's right. Communist Russia. Mm-mm. That doesn't happen. You go down dying. That's right. Kamikaze, that motherfucker. The Japans knew. I just want to know, did you surrender or did they knock you out first? Now, only one is right answer. How many people did you kill trying to escape? I killed none. Bitch. So that's what happened. Is they, they all thought he was a pussy. And Andre was getting bullied at school a lot because his dad was a pussy. Other reasons, because 
He had big ass glasses. He was a fucking nerd. And he was timid as fuck. You're going to get bullied, especially in communist Russia. I mean, think of Ivan Drago. He's a big dude. He's tough. Then you got Andre. Strong name. Big fucking glasses. At least they didn't know about his dick. You know. Oh, but they'll worse. find out. Because one day after school, Tatiana. That's the half Nazi. Yes. Half fucking Tatiana, Nazi. Tatiana. The half Nazi. <laughs> Tatiana Schnitzel. <laughs> so she brought her 11-year-old friend over. I think it was over at the hut. But anyways, a young 17-year-old Andre wrestled her to the ground, forcing her there while he was holding her down. He got super fucking excited from the violence. And he fucking <laughs> made saltwater aquarium in his underpants. Without getting hard. He couldn't get hard. But she he was could come. Yeah, that's why this is fucked up talking about it. Okay. I mean, the whole thing's kind of fucked up. But he didn't rape her. I mean. Allegedly. I mean. I mean, it's still fucked up. He came all over his pants. I think we call that like unwanted sexual content. It is. I mean, it is. Absolutely. Yes. It's, I mean, you could still consider that sexual assault. And from the multiple restraining orders I've had, I can tell you. <laughs> Shit, you I did not know this contact. about you. And we're in a basement together. <laughs> You're going to find out. All right, so uh, this this whole event, obviously, Tatiana told everybody at school, you know, Andre wrestled me in the ground, and then he came in his fucking pants, and his dick was soft. He couldn't even get hard. He wanted to fuck me, but he just couldn't do it. So everyone's making fun of him, as they should. I mean, I feel bad for you that you can't get your dick hard, but hey. I don't know if we got to feel bad for him. I mean, he just tried to rape this lady. So maybe we don't feel bad he couldn't get I don't, his dick I don't hard. feel bad for him. We're not making excuses for him. Right. I mean, this is the, his first taste of sexual violence, really. Because, I mean, this is the first time he got off now, in this kind of manner. And now he's, he's got an appetite it. for it. Oh, a huge appetite because he's not eating bread. No. He's eating leaves and right. grass. But he's about to eat some fucking meat. Oh, absolutely. And we'll get into that later. <laughs> so Andre's a big piece of shit. He's got a rough childhood. We're not making excuses for him. But he did have a rough childhood. Uh, war, getting beat, berated by his mother, made fun of, bedwetting, no erections, getting bullied, and watching his mom get raped like his fucking family night watching a movie. Hmm, where's the popcorn? We don't got none because we're in fucking communist Russia. Do you think he even had a window? Just like a mud hut? No if it windows. was a window, it's just a hole, you know? Stay at the wall, Andre. <laughs> I wonder what they did for fun. They stared at the wall. Or they've worked. I mean, finding a different leaf to eat might be fun. So in 1953, Chikatilo applied for a scholarship at the Moscow State University. He passed the entrance exam with good scores. Because he was smart. However, was not accepted because his grades were not good enough. He just fucked around in school, I guess. That and he couldn't see and didn't have glasses, so that didn't help. It's probably pretty depressed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But... He believed that he didn't get accepted because his dad was a POW. I mean, this goes far in this kind of place. Your dad's a traitor. He got caught. No college for you. No, not at all. So Chikatila then moved to Kursk, where he worked as a laborer before starting vocational school to be a communications technician. During this time, he finally got a girlfriend. Though, after 18 months, I don't know if you knew this, she left him to find a dude... That could actually get his dick hard. 
Because what girl is going to stick around with you if you can't get a fucking heart on? Probably lesbians. I mean, yeah, it's the right time. Or someone is paralyzed from the neck down. I just feel like he had options. They were out there. He didn't look hard enough. You're you're right. Imagine a modern day Craigslist for that. Looking for a closeted lesbian or paraplegic. (laughs) Must be okay with violence. (laughs) Must be okay with me coming in my pants while I hold you to the ground. There will be no penetration, but I will think of it. So in 1957, he served in the Red Army. Now, I don't know how true this is. I've read this in a few places. In the KGB communications unit in Berlin. And if that's true, he kind of got a little high up there. Especially for water in his brain. And not being able to get a heart on. I'm pretty sure that's one of the first tests to get in the KGB. They pull your pants down, get your dick hard. <laughs> Can you do it? No. I'm the fuck out of here. That is why... Putin is still a prime minister. That's true. He's the only he's one. He's got the hardest dick of them all. He has never gotten not hard since that day. He's hard 24-7. He's hard right now. And no wonder they lost. I mean, they got this guy in there, limp dick, water in the brain, can't see, and he's in the KGB communications. Yep. That's a damn shame. So he did well in the military life, but he kept him to himself. The people he did serve with were making fun of him. You know, there were rumors going around that he has soft dick. But in 1960, he became a telephone engineer. So after the military, he returned home to live with his parents. He he met a young woman. Of course, she was not pleased with his dick. Seems to be a common problem. Oh, yeah. It just keeps being a problem for a while. No, this isn't going to be an issue in the future, is it? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. I'm glad he overcomes this. So by now, everybody knew in his town, because he moved back home, his dick was soft. It was a soft, wet noodle. And Chikatilo said, girls were going behind my back, whispering that I was impotent. I was so ashamed. I tried to hang myself. My mother and some young neighbors pulled me out of the noose. Well, I thought no one would want such a shamed man. So I had to run away from there, away from my homeland. So fleeing from embarrassment, Chikatilo moved to Rostov, on Don and got a job as a telephone engineer. Tatiana moved in with him during this time until she got married. After she got married, she thought it was weird and Andre, Andre wasn't married yet. He lived alone. Nobody wanted to fuck Andre. <laughs> I think the problem was nobody could fuck Andre. So Tatiana tried to play matchmaker, hooked him with her friend, Fyodosia Odnachiva. How would you say that? Fyodosia Odnachiva? Geneva at ABC. Theodoskia Geneva Convention? Yes. Duh. So they got married two weeks later. They weren't fucking around. Plus, Andre was probably wanting to rush through that shit. Right. He's probably like, let me Seal get married to her. She won't even know. I'm saving myself for marriage. She won't even know. She's Not until it's too late. Yeah. And then it's just dang on there like a fucking wire. Where are you going to go? It's 1960. You can't divorce me. Yeah, no. So he was able to get married without Fedosia discovering the soggy pasta situation. The best part of this marriage, my favorite part. I don't know if you know about this, but determined to have, have a baby. And they did. One boy and one girl. First a girl. What's your questions? I have a lot. Yes. How? Ooh. Number, number two. No, really how. Okay. So imagine this. Nice romantic night. It's in there, yeah. I'm picturing it. Yeah. There's no rose petals. 
because this is communist Russia. They probably didn't have roses or couldn't afford them. Now he have shaved turnip skin laid across bed. Some leaves and grass. Later we will eat. <laughs> After we do the babushka. After we get the pumping, we'll feast. It's a little bit like Arnold. I know. That's the only voice I know how to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, they had one girl and one boy. He couldn't dick it, get his dick hard. So naturally, he couldn't really just like stick it in unless he like kind of pushed it in. Right. I mean, it'd be like this and you're just like, get in there. They're really finagled. Yeah, that's not going to work. Right. It's not going to work. Maybe he had a string. Tied okay. to the tip of his dick. Right. Short string. Tied it to a rod. Fisted it in there like that. That's not how it happened. Instead, he kind of jerked off in a way, came in his hand, picked it up, put the cum in his mouth, <laughs> spit it in her pussy. No, that didn't happen. But he you're, did. <laughs> so you're making this shit. <laughs> but he did come in his hand and then just squish it in there. Bits by bits, He's still semen making by up. semen. I'm not making this up. And he I just know. like a fucking mayonnaise jar, <laughs> just fist and finger and his jizz inside of her because he that was the only way he could do it. He came with his hand and pushed it in there. I hope she fingers. got the world's greatest Mother's Day card. This <laughs> sounds awful. I mean, doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's really getting, she's getting to get into the deal here. In 1971, after schooling, Chikatilo switched jobs and became a school teacher where he shined like a fucking diamond. Oh, I bet he fucking did. <laughs> Sounds like the world's worst job for this man. He was, yeah, because he was a timid kid. He was a timid teacher. Uh, the students walked all over him. Uh, a lot of his students said he was an ineffective teacher. The children mocked him, took advantage of his modest nature. It was like childhood all over again. Everyone making fun of him. Mm. But this time he's an adult. Yeah. So for the next seven years, he would commit multiple sexual assaults on his students. Just fine teaching. You just rammed right into that one. Yeah, that there didn't was waste no, no time. There was no lube. There was no setup. There was no, Is like, there? let's walk into this yeah. one. It was just like he, like I came into my hand and just stuffed it in your ears. Listen, 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 listen. So they made me feel bad, yeah? And I thought, maybe I write a letter, ask them not to bully. Maybe I fuck them against their will. I think plan B. One of the occasions, his first actually, he swam towards a 15-year-old girl. While they're swimming, swimming lessons, I don't know, in a river, in a pool. Probably not a pool, it's Russia. I read it in a river. He swam towards a 15-year-old girl. Started groping her breasts, her vagina. She's 15, so let's calm it down a little bit. And made a little salt water in the pool as, a, as the girl struggled against him. So, I mean, this was a second sexual, violent, rape but not rape, came in my pants event. But Tim and Andre couldn't do such a thing. No, he could. He did. Because he was really hiding his true nature. 
hit it well. Yeah, he did. So events like these of assaulting students and following himself in front of students many times uh, happened many times, but were swept under the rug. And part of the reason was is because in Russia, communist Russia, your schools did as well as everyone else did and did as poorly as everyone else. So if you were re- represented by a teacher that was molesting their students all the time, you're obviously a terrible school. So they just wanted to sweep it under the rug. This did not happen. Did they fire him at least? Eventually. After the event stacked up, he was told to resign or be fired. So he resigned, right? All right, that's good. Nothing on my permanent record. Whole life ahead of me. Chikatilo's out of school, though. I made some mistakes. Right. And I'll I'll fix it. I'll be a better man. I'll be a better man. I'll get a job somewhere else. Better communist. However, he was able to find another teaching job. Of course he was. Yes. Not far away, in fact, in Novoshaktinsk. You ever feel like Russians just made up their language? They did. Like they all just Especially got- when you see the actual letters. It's like, that's... I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. Luckily for his students, he was eventually let go during cutbacks. Another attempt at teaching and multiple reports of molesting his students, he changed career paths and got a job as a supply clerk, which required many trap, which gave him many... Traveling opportunities. Good opportunity to see the world. Yes. Open your mind a little bit. Yes. Maybe find your inner peace. Absolutely. Now, up to this point, it was just molesting, groping, fondling himself, and even walking in the girl's dormitory to hopefully see him naked. Because some genius put him in that position. Three times at this point. (laughs) Yes. But it wasn't enough. His thirst was growing. It was probably harder for him to produce coconut water at this point. In September 1978, Chikatila moved to Shakti near Rostov Don. Rostov Don? I don't know how to pronounce any of this shit. Rastafarian Don. Rastafarian Don, Don, boy! He secretly purchased an old house and shit. Not suspicious at all. Is he still married at this point? Yes. Is that where they live or this is a separate house? So they moved to Shakti. Okay. They have an apartment. Okay. He, per, he buys a little secret fuck shack. Every married man's got to have one. I mean, it's a, a man cave fuck shack. Same, same, but different. Maybe I play pool. Maybe I put a couple eight balls in the wrong hole, you know? <laughs> so as he's uh, playing with his cue stick, December 22nd, Chikatila in his 40s. So, I mean, there was a serial killer that uh, made it until 34, I think, and he started killing. And you're probably like, oh, okay, I'm 35. I'm good. You're still in danger if you're under 40. I thought I was out of the woods. Nope. Oh, don't bury in so, the backyard. <laughs> so Chikatila, gray hair, huge fucking glasses, lurking at the train station, spotted a young girl, Lena Zak- Zakotunova. Zakotunova. Fuck. Nine years old. Nine years old? Nine years old. They just called her a woman. No, I said girl. I said a young girl. That's a young woman? I don't remember him. No, she's definitely a kid. I think you said woman, though. No, yeah. she was a kid. I think you're... You fed me booze, man. I think you're projecting a little bit here. Shit. It's a beautiful young woman. No, she was a kid, man. Get on point. This is disgusting. I'll tell you. <laughs> so she was wearing a red coat, brown rabbit, fur hat, and a scarf. It's gold. It's December. Chikatila began speaking with Lena. He was a teacher for a long time, so he can talk to kids. Probably helped him out a lot. He offered her um, some chewing gum. 
which at this point in time in the USSR was like offering a kid today a fucking brand new iPhone. Chewing gum wasn't easily to get. So she was like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Lena followed Chikatilo and off to his secret murder house they went. She had to pee and he's like, no, you can just pee at my place. So that's where they went. Once in the shack, he forced it to the ground. I won't go too much in the details because she is Thank nine years old and I am a God. fucking human being. Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm going to say some things during this story yeah. that are going to have you question my decency. But he's not a monster. I'm not. No, Chikatilo is. Oh, yeah, obviously. I'm not. I'm not. And fuck you if you think I am. I promise. <laughs> so uh, once in the shack, he forced to the ground. Chikatilo attempted to rape her, obviously. Limp dick. Can't do it. Doesn't mean she's lucky at all. Because he's attacking her, molesting her, came in his pants. At the end of the tragic event, Chikatilo reached orgasm by violating this little girl, choking her, stabbing her three times in the stomach. Then he took her body down to the Grushvika River. If you're from Ukraine or Russia, feel free to email us. Hit us up on the Facebook, on the Twitter, whatever. Email. Tell us how to pronounce this shit. Right. Like, really make it simple. Yeah. Pretend like I'm fucking retarded. Yeah, because... I got our... Slamushka. <laughs> but during his, uh, you know, because he just killed her, he's a little frantic, and he didn't realize that blood dripped on this doorstep, which will become important later on the story. The next day, the body was found. Svet- Svetlana. How do you say Svetlana. Svetlana? Svetlana. Svet. Yes, Svet. 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 Fiat. You put a little less on like Fiat. Like, like the car, Fiat. Fiat. Yes. So Fiat, Gernokova, had witnessed Chikatila with the girl the day before at the train station. Gave a full description, which obviously resembled Chikatila. I mean, they had a whole sketch and everything. He's a pretty unique looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. Thick ass glass. A little timid. No image. I mean, he didn't look that bad at this point in time, though. If you look at the pictures of him when he's younger, he's got a full, beautiful lock of hair. Okay. So maybe he was And a soft unique. ass dick. But you never know. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. So, however, Shakti police arrested Alexander Krevnetko. God damn it, man. It's like they just fucking take the alphabet. I and swear. they're like, let's take a letter here, a letter here, a letter here. These fuckers used to speak English, I swear. And 10 years ago, they're like, what if we just fuck with the Americans? <laughs> that's what they did. It's all a fucking psychological operations. So Alexander had a prior prior conviction of rape and a murder of a 17-year-old. So he's not no fucking Boy Scout. And this was just in 1970 when he did this shit. He didn't really meet the description given either. But they they got him anyways, right? Um, The sketch was circulated all over town. And a principal of the local mining school recognized the man. Told the police it was Andre. He's like, no, this motherfucker's Andre. This looks exactly like him. Not looking good for Andre. <laughs> you would think. But following, the two detectives searched the area. They found the shack. The light was left on. There's blood on the door st- on the steps. When they found out this was Andre's shack, they called him in for questioning. So they got the principal. They got this shit. Hey, we got an open shot case, right? Into terror. No. Andre's wife provided an alibi saying he had been home with her all night. And what a wonderful, great wife she is. I mean, I'm looking for a girl like this. That ride or die chick. Yeah, dude. That, but I mean, she's a piece of shit, though. Because, I mean, you come did on. what to the little girl? No, nah, he was with me all night. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you would have raped her, but your dick wouldn't get hard. So you just you killed her. You stabbed her three times. Well, it's not that those two didn't rape her. Yeah, you didn't rape her. It is good. No, he was with me all night. 
We got the brand new wall. It is high definition. So it is confirmed. Very loyal. Piece of shit. Wife. Created an alibi. All the while, after some strong communist state interrogation of Alexander's family, the family folded on Alexander, eliminating his alibi. Because at first they were like, no, he was, you know, he he was home. He didn't do it. Blah, blah, blah. Like, we're going to arrest you. We're going to take you in. Be whatever. So now he's got a sketch, an eyewitness, two people identifying him, blood on the doorstep. Yeah. He's at the scene. No alibi. No, no, no. His wife said he was home with him. I thought you said they folded. Alexander's family folded. These bitches have two similar names. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Okay. We're just going to have to get over it. Alexander. So she said Alexander was home. He couldn't have done this. I mean, you say poor Alexander. But let's rewind a little bit. He raped and murdered a 17-year-old. Okay, so son of a bitch, Alexander. He still didn't do this crime. Right, he didn't do this one. But his family was like, "Mm, sorry, Alexander. So they ratted him out, said he wasn't home. He fucking did this shit. Alexander got the same interrogation. Because when we say interrogation in communist Russia, it means beating, you know, torturing. It's not just asking questions. It's long. It's brutal. So Alexander provided a forced confession. He was tried and sentenced to 15 years of hard labor. However, the residents of Shakti thought that was bullshit. Right? And the sentence was later increased to a death sentence. So in 1984, Alexander, death sentence, carried the fuck out, right? But I mean, Andre's going to be feeling good about this. This dude got arrested, and he's like, ooh, yeah, it's off my fucking back. Open and shut case. Yeah, man. I've learned my lesson, though. This is way too close. So Alexander was blamed for a murder that executed, eventually executed for a murder they didn't commit. Don't feel bad for him. He's a monster. So about a three-year-long cooling-off period, possibly from the close call with the police, which brings us to our next victim, Larissa Tachenko, a 17-year-old runaway from boarding school. It said Larissa dated young soldiers and would swap sexual favors for food and drinks. Because it is communist Russia. They are fucking starving. They want some food. They want to get fun. And sharing is caring in communist Russia. Hell yeah. I'll suck on your dick for a sandwich. We butter, comrade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you give what you have, I give what I have. <laughs> exactly. Now, when I read this stuff about Larissa, I was like, classic fucking slut shaming. Because they're like, oh, she'll swap sexual favors. Justifying it. She was a barracks rat. Yeah. You know, and they're trying to, I don't know. This is what it seemed like to me. She's used to dating young soldiers, swap sex for food. But I mean, everyone likes to fuck. Get over it. She's just using it to her advantage. Try. I do the same thing on Saturday night over on Easton Boulevard. I've seen you. If you got fifty dollars, or ten, or five, or three and a half, and an IOU. (laughs) So, mm, and second, this is the communist Russia. Food's hard to come by. Like I said, gum was fucking hard to come by. So fuck them. Okay, so Chikatila. Uh, approached Larissa on September 3rd, 1981. I feel like you're not sure. <laughs> no, it was, on, it was on September 3rd, 1981. Okay. So he offered her an exchange, which includes sexual favors. This dude, like many serial killers, 
was able to talk to people, probably from his school time. Uh, but he was able to talk to him like Sirkos, like Ted Bunny. Ted Bunny was really good about this shit. He's real charming. Yeah. 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 He was. Nice yeah. guy. And and then he would just beat you over the fucking head. Right. And then rape kill you. Perceived nice guy. Yes. He's a sweetheart. America's a sweetheart. So, and I mean, he wasn't a disgusting looking dude like we talked about earlier. When he got older, he got bald. Uh, when he was arrested in jail, they shaved his head. When he was younger, he looked decent. He looked normal. Besides his shrill shrimp dick. <laughs> God damn it, man. <laughs> Sometimes when you're looking at me, I'm just like... It's just the way I look at you. But he's old at this point. His first killing was when he was 40. This is uh, three years later, so he's about 43. Eventually balled it out a little bit. Talked about his younger photos. Well, Larissa went off with him like it was a normal exchange, like she normally did. Chikatilo walked with Larissa in the woods. Chikatilo couldn't control himself. Ripped her fucking clothes off. Beat her and stuffed her mouth with dirt and leaves and just silenced her screams. Which is a classic M.O. of him. He would stuff dirt and leaves in his mouth that quiet him. Did he do that to the first victim? The little girl? No, I don't think so. Because it was in the shack. So it's becoming. It's becoming, yes. A look into the future. Eat that, Michael J. fucking Fox. Because you know Back to the Future? Time car? Future? The key word here is future. Get on board. (laughs) (laughs) So, muffled her for the screams. This is where it gets weird. That's where it gets weird. Uh, it's been weird for a while. Okay. He bites off one of her nipples and chews on it. It's like fucking bubble gum. While she's still alive. What? I think what? so, yes. The fuck? And like I said, I've been reading this motherfucker for a while. He liked, and we're going to, spoiler alert, because he did kill a lot of people and he did like to chew on things. He liked to chew on nipples and the uterus because it was fucking elastic. Like bubble gum. He said often more than not, he wouldn't eat it. He would chew on it. Like it was fucking bubble gum. I feel like I've become the I worst person. I feel like I want to chew on a nipple. Between you and me. And everybody that's listening. Catch out of the bag. I don't. I don't. No. I'm calling <laughs> somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous laughter. Oh, shit. So he's chewing on this nipple. Right? As you do. And he strangles her to death. As you do. Came all over her body. Like he does. Because he can't come inside. Right. Unless he does the whole... Right. Well, that takes some effort. Yeah, it's a little difficult. It's a little... Think mac and cheese. Yes. But with your hands and stuffing it. I hope none of you are eating right now. Mm, I hope you all are. So, after he was caught, spoiler, this fuck... This sick fuck does eventually get caught, and he says, I danced with joy around her body. Nice. Yes, he does. So he's naked. No fucking pants. Kevin fucking bacon, motherfucker. Just dancing through the woods. Full foot loose. Full foot loose. And I love that movie. And I'm not gay. I promise you. (laughs) (laughs) But so he's dancing around the fucking woods like fucking Kevin Bacon. 
without his pants on and he just killed this girl and chewed on her nipple like it was bubblegum. Jeez. Right. Now, it makes me wonder, was the actual Footloose movie based on Andre Chikatilo? Tweet Kevin Bacon, everybody, and see what he says. Don't actually do that. Do, but I don't think you're going to get an honest response. I think it was based off of the Butcher Roll stuff, but they just left out the murder, rape, and mayhem. Right. Right. So, and, and bear with me here. Yeah. A stranger comes to town. He's corrupting the young woman there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Instead of murdering them, eating their nipples, and raping them, he dances. He dances. And he pisses off the whole town because they're like... Right. But they don't do much about it because it's a communist society. In this case, a church society. Was that actually based on Chikatilo and they just left out all the murders, rape, and mayhem? We'll never know. But we're all wondering now. So Chikatila, half-assed, tried to hide her body with some sticks and shit. And she was found the next day. Like, he put a lot of thought and effort into rape and killing. Well, not rape, but half-rape. At least lowering them out there. He put a lot of thought into that. Yeah, I mean, it was all very intense. But as far as trying to hide the bodies, meh. He didn't put a lot of effort into it. So she was found the next day. Chikatilo is just getting this bloodlust. These are the best fucking orgasms he's ever had. So on a business trip, on 12 June 1982, he followed a 13-year-old, Yubia Biro. I don't know if that's how to... It it sounds good, right? It sounds right, right? Yeah, it could be completely wrong. It is, I'm sure. 100%. But he followed her from a bus stop. Hit her on the head with a knife, both the handle and the blade. So on the back of the head with the handle, hit her with the blade in the head. Just total fucking madman. Yet again, he attempted a raper. But as we all know, did he? No. No, because his dick is a fucking wet noodle. So he didn't rape her, but he tried to. Still very tragic and horrible for this girl. He stabbed her repeatedly. 22 times. Jeez. He stabbed her 22 times, which sounds like a lot, and it is. But it's not the highest number they stabbed one of his victims. Can not I, even close. Can I guess the highest number? Please do. 65. Close. I haven't read details on every single one yet, but the highest one I've seen so far is 70. Where do you even stab someone that many times? You figured you'd run out of space. All right. We're going to get into it. So you stab him in the stomach. You stab him in the head, you stab him in the throat. Mainly where he liked to stab him was in the vagina. Ooh. Right. And some shrinks and stuff say that he used the knife as an extension of his dick. Because his dick didn't work. Oh, how terrible. No, seriously, how terrible for those women. It is terrible. Especially when you start thinking, how did he go about doing this? I don't like to think, but I do think that he used it as a dill knife dill. That's right. Think strap on. Think dildo. Think knife. Put them together. Dill knife dill. So he's got the strap on dildo knife dill. Right? Hard to say. And hard to fuck with for the girl or the boy. And discriminate. Equal opportunity. I mean, you think 70 fucking times. A lot of them to the stomach. To the... The vag- vag- vaginal area, right? 
It's because he had this fucking strap on dill knife dough and he's just pumping away just because he's got a he doesn't penetrate. He's coming in his pants. That's how they have 70 fucking knife wounds. The dill fucking knife dough. And look at me how you're looking at me. But this is what he did. Somebody sent help. <laughs> did he ever? Did he ever elaborate on the stabbings, or is this just your personal? I've been spending way no, too no, much no. This time is this is my thought process on it. It's fucked up. But if you're listening to this, you're pro- this far. You're probably fucked up too. Yeah. So I mean, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, okay. Shrink say that he used it as an extension. Whether he's using his hand and he's holding it right here. Or he strapped it on. If he's smart, and he's a smart man, do you really want to hold that there? Or you you got to hold the person down. You can't do that if you're holding the blade. So you, you get some leather straps, some chaps, assless. You got your dill knife, though. He might have been the first one to invent the strap on. You got to remember, this is the 70s. He, this, is, this is probably where it came from. They copied him. They did. He, he's a... Footloose. And the adult sex He's, industry, ladies and gentlemen. He is a man that made a lot of your lives better, but he, not the people that he fucked with. Definitely not. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus was fake. Okay, so her body was found two weeks later. I'm sorry. So he stabbed her 22 times. Stomach, eyes, which we'll get into more. He did a lot of shit to the eyes. And part of it was, too, is that he believed in the whole superstition that your eyes capture the last image before you die. So he would cut the eyes out and he would stab a lot to the pelvic region, which we talked about with the dill knife dough. So because it didn't work, he used a substitute, went over that. He's a pure monster and poor Lubia had 41 wounds total. About 30 seconds worth of pumping. God damn it. I'm going to hell. So her body was found two weeks later and because of summer conditions was she was it decayed so much faster, she was almost a skeleton. So it made it hard for to determine who she was, which is crazy. So they started looking out, trying to figure out who she was. And the Uncle Lubia kind of caught her attention. She, she was missing. Lubia was missing for a while, but only about a month. But because she was only missing early in the month and the body's state of decay appeared to have has been there for a long time. And it's like almost a skeleton at this point. Um, they didn't think it was her. And remember, DNA testing, forensic science just wasn't what it was today, even in communist utopia. So after a wide search using cadets, they used everybody, man. They were able to find items of Lubias, confirm fingerprints of the corpse, and some on some of her items. And it was Lubia. Over the next year, so over the next year, Chikatila would kill six more in a similar fashion, bringing his kill count up to nine. With the age of the victims ranging from 9 to 19, all pretty young, this next year threw off detectives. Serial killers don't exist. Some are out of town, and now they are boys too. It's confusing the fuck out of them. At this point in time, they thought it was two different killers, at least, despite how similar the killings were. In comes Major Mikhail Fistov. Can you say that? Because I don't have this good... uh... Major Mikhail Fistov. And beautiful. Maybe. Yes, that is beautiful. So he reports on the situation. His reports pointed to one thing. Serial killer. But that's a Western thing. That happens in the Cowboys. That doesn't happen in fucking communism. Capitalist thing. Not a communist thing. Which is crazy 
because Rostov alone has 400 homicides a year. Just the town of Rostov. Back then or currently? Back then. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So Mikhail decided to erect a special squad for the hunt, picking a talented crime scene investigator, Viktor Burakov, to lead it. That's when, I love this name, the Division of Especially Serious Crimes (laughs) (laughs) was birthed. (laughs) They're creative. They're creative. Uh, Russians are just not comedic, man. Let's have a task force. What should we call it? Well, it's uh, mm. it's pretty serious. It's serious. It's a division. I would think it'd be. It's especially serious. It's just much more than serious. It's crimes. <gasps> the division of especially serious. You've got event. it. Oh, <laughs> that's beautiful. I don't even know why we're talking about this. We knew it all the time. <laughs> all right. So, so far today, we went into Andre's background. His birthing. His lack of a hard dick. How much he cummed in his pants. And, and he'll continue to do so. The Dill Knife Dill, which is... Which is, ladies and gentlemen, available in our merch store. Yes. It's only... $19.99 if you purchase two and... Three easy payments. <laughs> also, the uh, serial numbers of the knives have been cleaned off. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And you got to sign a waiver. Uh, there's, you know, a non-disclosure waiver and you, we're not fault. Or anything that you do with it. We did not suggest for you to do anything because you should not be doing anything that this fuck has done. Ever. We do not. Don't do it. It's don't terrible. Teach. <laughs> don't swim. Don't go to vocational school. Don't go to college. Never go to Jamaica. You know, you notice none of this happened before Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, there was some stuff, but it got much worse. And don't eat Jamaica. leaves and grass. Well, I mean, I mean uh, a little bit. I'm definitely not Irish. Yeah, this is probably eight grass. I, I think you are Irish, but okay. So, because you are Zach, he's probably Irish Kirkpatrick. So I'm gonna say you probably are Irish. So he's a terrible fucking dude. Killed a lot of people, mostly children, and just a violent fuck. And with the state of the USR right now, they're probably ain't gonna catch him soon. On the next episode, we're gonna look into the task force, more killings. And maybe we'll even go deeper on the Dill Knife Dill with some video footage. Maybe we won't. Yeah, maybe we won't. We won't do the video footage. Unless you go to our OnlyFans account, uh, we might think about it. So don't forget, jump on iTunes. Give us a fucking rating because that helps us a lot with our placements and helping more sick fucks like yourself. Listen to us. Let's all get together and be sick fucks. Let's do it. Welcome home. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Wrecking for a Murder. As always, that's Zach Kirkpatrick, and I'm Ryan Lefevre. Until next time. Adios, motherfuckers.